Eternal, righteous, and invisible Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege of life. We thank you also for sustenance, for provision of all things that have sustained our lives. And especially we thank you for the spiritual blessings you give to us. Dear Lord in heaven, we want to know you more. And we pray that this opportunity for this devotion will be a step in that direction. Grant us the Spirit of the Lord that we may discern spiritual things. Lord, please consecrate me to your service. Put your words in my mouth that I may speak as the oracles of God to your children and give us power, Lord, to put in practice all that we will learn. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. That I may know him, February 22. Have you enrolled? My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe my ways. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 26. Dear youth, the very best thing you can do is to enlist freely and decidedly in the army of the Lord. Surrender yourself into the hands of God, that your will and ways may be guided by the one who is unerring in wisdom and infinite in goodness. To withhold yourself from God is to rob God of that which is his own. The Lord hath need of you, and you have need of the Lord. It is not safe for you to put off the decisive step or delay the matter of making a complete surrender of yourself to God. If you have not already given yourself to God, I beseech you to do it now. Let your name be enrolled in the heavenly records as one of the chosen and elect of God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3 verse 16. It is through the inestimable gift of Christ that all our blessings come. Life, health, friends, reason, happiness are ours through the merit of Christ. Oh, that the young and the old might realize that all comes to them through the virtue of Christ's life and death and acknowledge the ownership of God. Even when we were under the control of a cruel master, even when the prince of darkness ruled our spirits, the Lord Jesus Christ paid the ransom price of his own blood for us. You have been bought with a price, even with the precious blood of Christ. You are his property. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Wait not for the love freely given us of Christ. We should now be in hopeless despair in spiritual midnight. Thank God every day that he gave us Jesus. Will you not accept his gift? Will you not be his witness? Time is short and it becomes you to work while the day lasts, living an imperishable life, hiding your life with Christ in God. Then, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. 
Colossians chapter 3 verse 4. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is Have You Enrolled? It's a solemn one. In previous devotions, God has been doing something. He has been calling us to make decided changes in our lives, radical changes, illustrated by Jesus knocking on the door of our heart, asking us to, that he wants to come in and sup with us, asking us to open the door for him to come in. It has been illustrated by the treasure hid in the field, asking us to receive the treasure that he gives to us in his life, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He has asked us, will you let him in? Have you taken away the mass of rubbish that has piled up at the door of your heart that is stopping Jesus from coming in? He has induced us with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so many things we have heard in just the few days of the devotion before now, calling us to make decided changes. Once more, the Lord wants to make an appeal to us to do the same things if you have not done it. Whatever the Holy Spirit has been impressing on your heart to make changes in your life in one area or the other and you have not yet done it, the Lord is asking today, have you enrolled? What does it mean to enroll? It means the same thing we studied yesterday, to sacrifice all. It means to surrender ourselves to God completely, to be guided by Him. Why does God ask us to enroll, we may ask, and how does it benefit me? It is the same reason we are urged to buy the treasure that is hid in the field. To surrender to God unreservedly is to be free from the burden of sin, which is the cause of all the woes and suffering experienced in the world. And then, to surrender unreservedly is also to get eternal life mansions of glory and treasures forevermore. But in this present world, to surrender means to give all to him, to be guided by him. But I need to be clear on what this life of surrender means and what it looks like because it can sound quite abstract sometimes. To surrender means to allow the word of God to be our guide and our director in every single decision we make. It is the same thing as opening the door of the heart to let Jesus in. What does a life of surrender look like? I find a fitting description in the life of the man called Ezra. In the book of Ezra chapter 7, reading from verse 10, it says concerning Ezra that Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. This is a life of surrender. A life of surrender is a life that always seeks the word of the Lord in everything like Ezra. To seek it with a mindset already prepared that whatever I see, I am going to do. I will drop my preconceived opinions. I will drop my plans. I will drop my ambitions and I will surrender all to Jesus. I may have decided this is what I wanted to do, but when I study the word of God and the spirit of the Lord impresses on my heart through his word, that that direction I was going in is not what God has chosen for me. I raise up my hands and I surrender. 
and I give up my own plans and follow God's plan. I may have been eating, dressing, living a certain way, and then I read the word of God, and I see what he's asking me to do, and I surrender my ways, and I choose his way. I choose his will, and I drop mine. This is what it means to enroll. It is me. It means to surrender unreservedly. There should be no area of our life where we, we reserve that one to ourselves and say, I reserve the right to choose for myself the way I want to live in this way, in this particular area. And then I can allow God to control me in other areas. No. When Jesus comes in, he wants to remove the mass of rubbish like we have studied. And this is the only way we can enroll. In the life of a person who is surrendered, we will say, like Jesus said in Psalm 40 verse 8, I delight to do thy will, O my God, yea, thy law is within my heart. It's not I delight to do my will. It's life that has enrolled and that is surrendered will delight to do the will of God. Like Jesus, such a person will say, as Jesus said in John 5 verse 19, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. And like he also said in John 8 verse 28, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as the Father hath taught me, I speak these things. This is what our life will be like. You do nothing of yourself. Only as the Father teaches you, that is how you speak, and that is what you do because your life is surrendered you have enrolled what can i liken a surrendered life to think of a soldier who has surrendered to the opposing army or a soldier under the control of his captain his general he has no choice of his own he has given up his will to that of his master and whatsoever his master tells him that is what he does that is what it means to enroll that is what it means to be surrendered but to make this more clear, I would like to read from the original source of this devotion, Youth Instructor, April 26, 1894, so that we can have other inducements, solemn words here, to call us to a life of surrender. The reading says, I'll be stopping in between to comment on some things. The first paragraph says, It is the duty of every youth to place himself decidedly and without reserve on the side of Christ in order that he may develop a character that will be after the similitude of Christ's and grow up to the full stature of a man in Christ Jesus. He will then be written, this is the enrolling now, he will then be written as a man in the book of God and will be a man not only in the estimation of men but in the sight of God. Dear youth, the very best thing you can do is to enlist freely and decidedly in the army of the Lord. Surrender yourself into the hands of God that your will, take note of that word, your will and ways. That is what it means to enroll and to enlist, to surrender so that your will and your ways may be guided by the one who is unerring in wisdom and in infinite goodness. To withhold yourself from God is to rob God of that which is his own. The Lord has need of you and you have need of the Lord. It is not safe for you to put off the decisive step or delay the matter of making a complete surrender of yourself to God. If you have not already given yourself to God, I beseech you to do it now. Let your name be enrolled in the heavenly courts as one of the chosen and elect of God. 
end of quote i'll continue the reading but i just want to say something you see i can testify that the very best thing that especially the youth but also any person at all even if you are old the best thing we can do is to surrender to jesus to be our guide and counselor through the dark maze of life there is so much that is unknown and beyond our control in life if we understand life mathematically life is like an equation with many unknown variables imagine an equation that is like a plus b plus c plus d plus e down to z 26 letters and then you say a plus b down to z is equal to 100 and you want to so have your values of a and b and c and all the values you so want to have them so that when it is added up it will give you 100 can you do it if i give you that it's not difficult it's very very easy for me what i would do is i would just take my a and make it 100 and then from b to z i'll make them zero and when i add everything it will give me 100 very simple but then let us get another scenario imagine that same equation i just described you still want the answer to be 100 but this time you are not at liberty to control every variable and every letter you can only control letter a just one variable what number would you make a so that when it adds up to b c d down to z you will still get 100 can you do it you cannot do it because you can't know what b to z will be you need to know them before you can get the right answer you can't know because you have to know or actually have the power to manipulate the value of the other letters before you can get your desired result this is what life is maybe your desired result is eternal life riches pleasure and all of that let's say that's your desired result god is not against pleasure but there's so much beyond your control even our own letter that a that i said you should control even that one is difficult for you to even control and put the value to be exactly what you want it to be but there's someone who is in control of the other letters he can set them in such a way that you will get the desired result that person is god it is only as we submit to god that we can be guided in life to get the right outcome he alone can do it for us we are not in charge of so many things in life and that is why to enlist and enroll into the army of the lord is the best decision you can do just think about your life and how many plans you have made that did not come to fruition because of one unforeseen circumstance or the other that was beyond your control you couldn't do anything about it you could only control yourself you cannot control the weather ordinary weather you can't even the people in your home the decisions they make that affect you you can't control it and those decisions affect your own plans but god is the master planner he can do all these things and give you the desired results that is a reason to enroll let me continue the reading it says the day is coming when we shall have to meet the record of our lives will your record be such as you will be pleased to meet in the day when every case shall be decided john saw in vision the scene of the judgment he says i saw the dead small and great stand before god and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works I want to say something concerning this if we in our minds could take ourselves to the event taking place right now in heaven that is the judgment god is looking at everybody's life 
if we could open our eyes and see how every man's work is being faithfully chronicled in the books of heaven scenes are being recorded names are being blotted out from the book of life if we could see this we will realize why we need to enlist and enroll on the lord's side and surrender all to him without reserve the bible tells us in ecclesiastes 12 verse 13 and 14 that the conclusion of the matter is for us to keep god's commandments why because god is going to bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or evil first corinthians 4 verse 5 tells us therefore judge nothing before the time until the lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts and then shall every man have praise of god the day of the Lord is coming very soon, my brothers and sisters. We need to enroll before it is too late. The Bible tells us in Joel chapter 3, verse 14 to 16, Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon shall be darkened, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion, and utter his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. That is, only those who have enlisted and surrendered to them, to the, to the Lord. They are the only ones that will stand in that day. Amos 5 verse 18 and 20, down to 20 says, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light, as if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him, or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent beat him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? That day is coming, my brothers and sisters, and we do not have much time. Even our own lives, we don't know when it will end, and for this reason the Lord is saying, Do not delay enroll now allow jesus to come in the knocking on the door of your heart which is the warnings the reproofs the instructions that you keep hearing from the word of god allow it to come in allow jesus to come in and remove the pile of the mass of rubbish that is in our lives that is in your life matthew 12 verse 36 and 37 jesus said what i say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned there is reason for us to enroll our sins are recorded in the books of heaven and we are going to have to meet them very soon have you enrolled those who enroll will have their sins blotted out if you have not enrolled those sins are coming to meet you again i'll continue the reading it says in view of the accountability to which you are held can you afford to drop eternity out of your reckoning can you afford to drift with the current and live unmindful of god giving the impression to the world and to the heavenly hosts that to enlist in the service of jesus christ is to enlist in the service of a tyrant and be in a kind of slavery this is the light in which satan presents the service of god but it will be for your interest to consider the matter in its true light and contradict Satan's suggestions and falsehoods. I'll speak now. For me, I don't know about you, but I do hope your answer to the questions I just read is the same as mine. I cannot afford to drop eternity out of my reckoning. 
I don't want to drift with the current of the world unmindful of God. I do not want to present service to God as slavery. It is not slavery to serve God. It is the greatest freedom a human being can experience. Sin is slavery and even the world knows it. That is why they struggle to come out of the bad lifestyle they live. They know. They think it's enjoyment but they know that it is not enjoyment. I will always say God is not against enjoyment. God can give the highest, best pleasure that you are looking for. God is not against pleasure at all. What God is against is your destruction. He is against that deceptive thing that looks like pleasure but it is not pleasure. To take alcohol is not pleasure. To take drugs as drugs that make you feel hairy, it is not pleasure. Those things are destructions but Satan presents them as pleasure. God wants to give us real pleasure. He wants to give us true freedom. Those things are slavery. To live in sin is slavery. Anyone who presents the service of God as slavery does not understand. The devil has blinded their eyes that they cannot see clearly. Continuing the reading, it says, You are the Lord's property, both by creation and by redemption. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What a priceless gift this was for God to make in order to secure your salvation. I'll take that again. What a priceless gift this was for God to make in order to secure your salvation. How sad it is that so few accept this precious gift. What a terrible record the human race will have to meet in the last day. Since the vast majority of men have refused the priceless offering, rejected the richest gifts that God could bestow upon the world. End of quote. So I want to say, this is the consequence of not enrolling, of not enlisting. That God is giving us the priceless gift of Jesus Christ. And many do not enlist and enroll to allow God to come into our lives, to surrender all to Him. What is the consequence? You have, We have a terrible record waiting for us to meet. What it will be in that record? Let me read Maranatha page 340, paragraph 4 to 7. It says, When the judgment shall sit and the books shall be opened, there will be many astonishing disclosures. Men will not then appear as they appear to the human eyes and finite judgments. Secret scenes will then be laid open to the view of all. Motives and intentions which have been hidden in the dark chambers of the heart will be revealed. All will appear as a real-life picture in that solemn and awful hour. The unfaithfulness of the husband will be open to the wife and the unfaithfulness of the wife to the husband. Parents will then learn for the first time what was the real character of their children and children will see the errors and mistakes that marked the life of their parents. The man who robbed his neighbor through false representations is not to escape with his ill-gotten gains. God has an exact record in his books of every unjust account and every unfair dealing. Memory will be true and vivid in condemnation of the guilty one who in that day is found wanting. The mind will recall all the thoughts and acts of the past. The whole life will come in review like the scenes in a panorama. End of quote. My oh my. This is what is before us if we do not enroll. God is urging us enroll now. Accept him to come into your life to be the one who will be your guide that he may transform you that the records that is written against you may be blotted out. 
But what does God have to offer us if we enroll and surrender to Him? Continuing the reading in Youth Instructor, April 26, 1894, paragraph 2, we can still find it in our devotion for today, that's the time we know Him, for February 22. It says, It is through the inestimable gift of Christ that all our blessings come. So what are the blessings when we enroll? Life, health, friends, reason, happiness are ours through the merit of Christ. Oh, that the young and the old might realize that all, all comes to them through the virtue of Christ's life and death and acknowledge the ownership of God. End of quote. So the blessings, health, even in this life, we will get health. Through enrolling to Christ, he will make you to give up those bad habits that are destroying your health. Many are suffering with diseases that are wholly due to the lifestyle they are living. Cancer, high blood pressure, diabetes, these are the killers of the world, respiratory diseases and other cardiovascular diseases. All these things are destroying many. But when you enroll and you allow God to choose for you, he will choose your food for you. He will choose your sleeping time for you. He will give you power to make choices in your life that will restore your health to you. Some of us have bad friends. What else does the Lord want to give us even in this life? Good friends. Friends that will direct you. That will make you to be better than what you are presently. What else? Reason. Through the world's education, many of us have lost good sense of reason. The Lord will give us better reason. Happiness. Happiness will come as we follow the Lord. That pleasure that we are looking for because the world is after happiness. People think happiness comes from graduating from school. But they find out that after they graduate, there's no pleasure. Some try to find happiness from watching sports. Oh, my team has won. They They won the cup. But just as soon as they win, the next season, they have to start again. And the joy of the previous one is gone. It's gone. And then they are sad again. Some think that happiness comes from acquiring maybe marriage, having children, wealth. But all these things do not satisfy. But the Lord will give you the happiness and joy that comes from a life that is void of offense before God. A peace that passes all understanding and you will be cheerful all your life. And above all, the Lord will give us life. Eternal life. Imagine living a billion trillion years and you have only just begun. And you are not living this in suffering. You are living it with the highest powers you can have. Giving the ability of angels. Moving from one place to another. Flying all around. Being able to achieve the highest you can ever achieve. Mansions of glory given to you. Spending eternity with God in paradise and with the saints. This is what God has to offer you if you surrender. And that's why Jesus said in the book of Matthew 19, reading from verse 28 and 29, it says, Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, speaking to the twelve disciples, he said, That ye which have followed me, of course Judas is exempt, ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that had forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. Amen. That I may know him. Paul said, I sacrificed all. That is what it means to to enroll, to surrender all. 
that I may know him. I count it but dung if I may attain to the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Youth instructor, April 26, 1894. Now reading paragraph 3, it says, The apostle writes, You are not your own. Even when we were under the control of a cruel master, even when the prince of darkness ruled our spirits, the Lord Jesus Christ paid the ransom price of his own blood for us. You have been bought with a price, even the precious blood of Christ. You are his property. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Render to him willing heart service and no longer rob God of that which is his own. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is your privilege to be a faithful soldier in the army of the Lord. Through the Holy Word, this is how God is speaking to us, through the Holy Word, through His providences and through messages sent to you by His servants, Jesus is daily saying to you, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus has given his precious life for you, that you may become a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Then give yourself to him as a pledge of grateful love. Wait not for the love freely given us of Christ. We should now be in hopeless despair, in spiritual midnight. Thank God every day that he gives us Jesus. Will you not accept his gift? Will you not be his witness? Time is short, and it becomes us to work while the day lasts living an imperishable life, hiding our life with Christ in God. Then when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Amen. End of quote. You see, these are inducements being given to us. And one inducement here is for us to realize we are not our own. Actually, we are not our own. We are robbing God of his service. To enlist in the service of the Lord is the right thing to do because Christ has paid the price for us. We do not know it. Some people think that they belong to themselves. We are either under any of the two great powers. It's either we are serving the devil or we are serving God. No time are you ever a third party, not under the control of any of the two. We either enlist in the army of the Lord or, by default, if we do not enlist in the army of the Lord, we are already in the army of the devil. But Christ has done so much for us, for us to not hesitate. There is no time and we need to give up ourselves and we can do it we have the power of choice remember what we read one time my ministry of healing page 176 god has given us the power of choice it is ours to exercise we cannot change our hearts we cannot control our thoughts our impulses our affections we cannot make ourselves pure fit for god's service but we can choose to serve god we can give him our will then he will walk in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Thus, our whole nature will be brought under the control of Christ. End of quote. I've explained what this means before, talking about what it means. We can't change ourselves, but we can choose. And after choosing, we can say, Lord, help me. Help me to make the right actions. In your mind, first of all, you say, I want to serve God. That is the will. And the Bible says, where there is a willing heart, it's acceptable before God. And then you can pray, Lord, I will to do this. I have changed my desires and I want to do what you asked me to do. I do not have the power. Now come and walk in me to will and to do of your good pleasure. Brothers and sisters, in conclusion, I want to appeal to us 
let us choose to enroll and surrender unreservedly i have to add that word unreservedly some of us think we have surrendered but you have not surrendered all you have to surrender all you've allowed the lord to come into other aspects of your life but you are still keeping one aspect away from him which you only know i don't know what aspect that is surrender all we have the power of choice you may seem to be a fool now if you surrender but in the end you will see that you made the right choice what do we stand to lose nothing this life is worthless and useless think of it everything that we enjoy has an end for me as a young boy when i was still in high school those were thoughts i had in my mind what is the purpose of any enjoyment when it has an end what is the meaning of life when you realize it i remember the time when i realized that today you are enjoying something and then just a few minutes it's over then where is the enjoyment it's gone just think about it everything we enjoy has an end and the end comes when you have not finished enjoying that thing if you have nothing then what are you waiting for if you are the type who is not rich you don't have anything in this life that you can value what are you waiting for many poor are still struggling believing that one day they will get the eternal riches that they will get the earthly treasure sorry that they will get the earthly treasure but they don't get it what are you waiting for you stand nothing to lose if you enroll because you have what nothing so you can't lose anything and if you have everything if you are if you have something like riches and wealth and position influence anything that you value ask yourself the question can you carry any of those things with you when you die because death is coming for you too you are going to perish so you also stand nothing to lose because you will still perish one day what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul it profits him nothing this life has only one value and that is to use it to secure eternal life any other thing you are using this life for you are wasting it we all are going down to our death we are going to face the judgment it is coming soon no one can escape it time is ticking you may use your life for this or the other but everyone eventually if you say you use your life to enjoy yourself all of us will still have to come down to that judgment we'll all come down to our death the only wise thing this life can be used for is to turn our eyes away from the distractions and the earthly things that are trying to allure us and look for how we can secure eternal life and the way to get it is to have christ to allow jesus to be our controller to allow god to be our director to surrender all to him when you do this then you would have secured eternal life and the wise thing to do is after securing eternal life then you can now start talking about the pleasures and the earth the things that god has to offer that we can enjoy what is the point enjoying something when you know that you're on death row a prisoner in death row is saying oh give me food i want to enjoy myself they do that give me my best food before i die there's no point when you are dead you are dead you did you thought you enjoyed but it was not long lasting god is calling us now choose to be a sheep in the bosom of the shepherd choose to be disciples following faithfully the most loving and faithful master you can ever know choose to be sons of god in the loving care of the everlasting father there's that song that says fools for christ you may look for it after the devotion it says i could pursue a life of fun and ease with riches gain and other things that please the hardships of my path i could evade and follow paths that my lord never made 
but leaving all my hopes and dreams behind. I trust that greater riches I shall find. I glory in my weakness and my pain, for earthly loss will bring eternal gain. Then the second verse of the song says, I could pursue acceptance from all men and fear the grave, the stake, the lion's den. I could pursue a well-known honored name and seek approval and praise and earthly fame. I choose instead affliction with my Lord, esteeming his reproach as my reward. I glory in my weakness and my pain, for earthly loss will bring eternal gain. To live for Christ is foolish to the world, but when the sinners into hell are hurled, then fools for Christ have not a single fear, then who was truly foolish, it will be clear. Without exception, every man is a fool. I choose for Christ and bear the ridicule. I glory in my weakness and my pain, for earthly loss will bring eternal gain. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord in heaven, I pray for each and every one of us who have heard these words, urging us to enlist ourselves and enroll into the army of the Lord as soldiers in service of the Lord. Many of us have hesitated for long. We've been hearing the word and we've been postponing and saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow will enlist, not knowing that we do not have time on our side. Some have died while postponing. Others have given up the hope and desire while postponing. And some of us are on the verge of being lost because the zeal is dying. We don't even desire to enroll anymore because we've been postponing it too much. Lord, have mercy on us. Please send forth your Holy Spirit to raise us up again, to quicken our dead minds and bodies, to make us to have that desire to enroll once more and help us to make the decision today. Thank you for hearing our prayers and answering. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Angel with a Strong Voice, a ministry dedicated to preparing people to stand true to God and be ready for His imminent return. For more information and free online resources, please visit www.tawas.org. That is www.tawsv.org or contact info at tawas.org.